dreamers. Welcome back to Views from a Dreamer. I'm Letitia Carr, also known as Tish, your dream coach, and this is episode 32 of Views from a Dreamer. So I created Views from a Dreamer to prove that dreams are real and regular people just like me and you are out here dream chasing and getting to it. So Views from a Dreamer is an expansion on a dream that I started two and a half years ago through my blog, Where Do You Dream? And it's bringing me so much joy to continue to expand the territory of my own dream by bringing you all amazing interviews with dreamers just like yourself to share their stories. So our guest today is a girl after my own heart, a life coach, an author, and a speaker. So Kendra Elaine is um, our guest today. So I'm super excited to have her on this week's episode, and I'm going to turn it over to Kendra to introduce herself um, and tell you more about what she does and what she's up to. Great. Well, thank you so much for having me on this podcast. It's definitely such an honor. I never take it lightly when I'm able to um, join someone's platform or share their audience with them. So thank you so much for having me. Um, Like you said, my name is Kendra Elaine. I'm a speaker, author, and life coach. And I got started doing what I was doing because I, my own personal journey, so I started working with single women. And that came from my own journey of, you know, dead-end relationships, being frustrated with that, and I had a really, really bad relationship, and um, when that finally ended, I went through um, a long time of personal development. It was like six months to a year where um, I wasn't dating, I was reading a lot of books, a lot of uh, prayer, meditation, just a lot of personal growth, and on the other end of it, I came out with so much clarity and peace just in my single season and what I should be doing that I started writing a blog, and from there I started getting invited to different singles groups and women's groups and working with women one-on-one individually, which is how I grew into life coaching, and I have a deep passion for public speaking, so I started shifting over the last year into really focusing on you know the public speaking piece and workshops and, and authoring books, so it's been definitely a great journey of trying to make my dreams come true because, you know, before, before I started this a few years ago, I did, had a lot of corporate jobs. Um, and, you know, right out of college, moved into the corporate arena and job after job, you know, just kind of looking for fulfillment. And when I really decided on what I wanted and thought about, you know, what, what would make my life fulfilling, what is it that I'm here to do, I just kind of went head first and to pursuing that and trying to make it happen. So definitely proud and glad to be where I am and excited for all the growth that's coming over the next few years. Awesome. Um, I love that. And I think our stories are very much aligned in the same kind of way. I I did the same kind of, you know, started with the blog um, through personal development and kind of moved on from there in the same way. Mm -hmm. So I think it's awesome when people can tell that, part of their story, you know, you didn't just show up and like, hi, I'm a life coach. It's like you did the work for you (laughs) as as well. Um, So I wanted to ask you, uh, so you you talked a little bit about your business um, and how you've gotten there. Can you elaborate a little more about exactly what you do and who, who you work with? Absolutely. So on the life coaching side, I work with a lot of single women and also aspiring entrepreneurs. In, in my experience in terms of single season, I like to help women maximize the time that they have now and really shift their mindset 
from where they are now to focusing on what they should be doing. I find that a lot of single women, and this is me included back in the day, uh, put a lot of focus on the fact that, you know, they're single or, you know, when am I going to get married and, you know, trying to, trying to be out there finding, finding a man when there's so much we could be doing during this time that not only facilitates our own growth but will attract the right person into our lives. So I work with women who are looking to not only grow their confidence and find their purpose in life but are just really looking to grow into who they're meant to be and have that confidence to pursue their dreams no matter what their relationship status is at the moment. And that's my core, core, that's the passion of my audience of who I serve right now is definitely single women and I also work with entrepreneurs and I've been doing actually a lot of speaking at uh, schools like high schools and colleges um, because I think at that age you're at such a, you're at such a great place to kind of control the trajectory of your life. So kind of trying to get to people early. But in terms of who I work with one-on-one and coaching, my target audience has been women. Awesome. And so I'm curious, you know, um, speaking of single season, it's the summer, and this is when it kind of, you know, most people are okay with being single in the summer, but as soon as, like, Mm -hmm. it gets towards September, it's like, wait a minute, (laughs) Um, you know that cuffing season syndrome comes Mm -hmm. in. Uh, what are some of your tips for single – what would be some of your tips for single women in the summer? What are some of the things that they should be doing, um, you know, this summer to kind of focus on themselves? Definitely focus on – I do a lot of purpose work, so figuring out what your purpose is and kind of diving into that, so whether that's um, increasing – your visibility at work or going for that promotion or starting that business or giving back, I would say put a lot of focus on your purpose, especially during the summer. There's so many um, opportunities. There's so many things going on that you could be a part of. So I would say definitely focus on, you know, what you feel like you're here to do, what you, contrib- what you can contribute um, to the world. And in terms of, like I said, so many things going on, get out there and live your life. I think one of my biggest things for singles is live your life. I hear so many people say, you know, well, I didn't take that trip because, you know, I'm waiting for my boo to take me or I didn't go, you know, take that class or do that thing. And I encourage you to, during this summertime, there's so many things going on from, you know, free festivals and classes and all these kind of things. Go enjoy your life. Enjoy your summer get out there, try new things, do different things, and open yourself up to meeting new people and experiencing just the different things that every, every city has to offer during a time like this. I mean, summer is a great time, and I never want to see anyone kind of like moping around and not taking advantage of things because, you know, they're too consumed with the fact that, you know, they don't have a date to go with them. Mm-hmm. And I would also say foster the current friendships or family relationships that you have in your life who, you know, if you don't want to go do something by yourself, I'm a big advocate of doing things by yourself. I'll go out to eat. I will go to the movies, whatever I want to do. If there's no one who wants to join me, I am perfectly fine going by myself, but I know not everyone is there. Um, So foster the friendships that you have, your, your female friends, if you have any platonic male friends, and then also family members. There was a long time where, 
you know, if I didn't have anybody to go with me, I asked my mom to go with me. Um, and I had no problems with that, you know. So foster the relationships you have and focus on, you know, being grateful for the amazing things and the love and the relationships that you have now. And the summer will be much more enjoyable. <laughs> That's such good advice. I think a lot of times you're right. A lot of people are so worried about not having someone to go with. And, mm-hmm. you know, I say this about networking events. I, I prefer going to networking events or conferences or things like that alone because it forces mm-hmm. me to meet new people. Um, so I think it's, it's good advice across the board to, you know, sometimes do things alone and get that experience by yourself. And then, yeah, like you can go later on with your boo or whatever you want to do, but um, and the experience will be different when you have another person there, but don't miss out on something just because no one will go, out, go with you. Um, mm-hmm. I, I like to focus on that too because a lot of people miss a lot of really good opportunities because they're afraid to go it alone. And I'm the type of person that will go to dinner by myself too. I'm like, I, I prefer it sometimes. So, um, <laughs> I'm an introvert by nature, so I'm like, I'm good by myself. But um, right? that's really, really good <laughs> advice. <laughs> um, and so as far as, like, um, relationship building in the sense of, like, building your dreams and goals, how has building up relationships helped you to get to where you are now? It has played a huge role, and I'm learning more and more every day how huge uh, building relationships is, especially, you know, in any business, but especially in, you know, what I'm doing, um, it's, it's all about connections because, you know, they say it's, it's all about who you know. You know, kind of nowadays it's about who knows you. So mm-hmm. building up those relationships and meeting people and taking that, taking that standpoint of, you know, maybe you can't do anything you know, for me, but what can I do for you? Pouring into those relationships and seeing opportunities where you can help someone or, you know, you could provide some sort of a service to someone helps build relationships in a way, you know, it just is so powerful. And, you know, I'm definitely learning that because I think a lot of times we we look at what other people are doing in terms of building their business, and we see a lot of the Facebook promotions. We see the, the online ads and, you know, the content posting and things like that. But um, a lot of successful people behind the scenes are building one-on-one relationships with people. Mm-hmm. They're out there meeting people and being of service. And, you know, as a business, as a business owner, especially in the beginning, it can be we're so focused on, you know, I want to make this work. I want to make money, and sometimes your biggest breakthroughs will come from those relationships where you're like, you know what, I can, let me volunteer my time. Let me volunteer and do a talk for the kids. Let me volunteer and come and, come and do this for this group, or, you know, I'll sit and have lunch with you, and I won't charge you for this coaching session, but, you know, we'll talk, I'll talk through some things with you. Pouring into people can lead to um, all kinds of things because when you pour into someone's life and build that relationship from a sincere place, they're more likely to, when something does come up or, you know, if a conversation comes up for an opportunity, you'll be the person that they think of. You'll be the person that they're like, oh, yeah, I remember, you know, they sat down with me or they came and volunteered for the kids and they, you know, said some really great things. Let me put them in contact with this person. And you just really never know how a relationship is going to go or grow and how it will affect your business. 
So building relationships, um, mentorships, mentoring other people, finding amazing coaches, and just surrounding myself with people who, even if they're not doing the same thing as me, but they're doing positive things and they're growing, just like-minded people and fostering those relationships has definitely played a key part in, in me growing my business and, and receiving the different opportunities that I've, I have. You are, you are hitting the nail right on the head with, like, the importance of fostering relationships and not having to necessarily, and not necessarily be something you're doing for, for, I mean, doing paid. You may be doing it mm-hmm. for free. Um, and a lot of people, I think, they go into certain things with the wrong intention. So it's also about your intention. You're not looking mm-hmm. when you're volunteering uh, to do stuff with kids or different things. You're not necessarily looking for an opportunity. You're doing it, you know, kind of from the heart. And um, that is how you end up getting further opportunities. Do you have any other, like, um, some kind of tangible tips for people to help foster those relationships or build those relationships? Absolutely. I would say um, when you meet people, talk. one of the biggest pieces of advice I got from my mentor was, you know, introduce yourself, but don't make the conversation so one-sided that you're only talking about yourself. Give them the opportunity to share what they're doing, uh, what they're working on, you know, ask them questions about themselves so that you can see those opportunities where you can uh, provide a service or foster some help. And just getting them to talk about themselves is, is an awesome uh, tip to build that relationship. Uh, another big thing is follow-up. Follow-up, follow-up, follow-up mm-hmm. when you meet someone. You know, the, the, your, everything is in the follow-up. And uh, I heard someone say the fortune is in the follow-up. So you want to, if you meet someone and you have a good conversation, reach out to them and not with like a canned, you know, copy and paste template like, oh, it was good to meet you, but something like, hey, it was so great meeting you and hearing about that thing that you're working on and, you know, please let me know how I could be a service or I would love to come visit or I would love to know more. Follow up with them um, to build that relationship Definitely another tip is, you know, invite people out to lunch, people who, you know, you feel like you could either learn from or you want to learn more about their organization or you just feel like it could be a good contact. You know, invite them out to lunch and have that, that one-on-one time of, hey, I just want to, you know, I just want to pick your brain. Can I take you out to lunch sometime or take you out for a coffee? Um, a great book that someone put me on to that is, I'm not sure the author, but the title is Never Eat Alone. Mm-hmm. The book is called Never Eat Alone, and it's just great um, tips and information about how to not only network but to really build relationships with people. And it, um, it helped me because I know I can be very, like I'm also an introvert, and I'm very like I don't want to bother people. So yeah. way back when, I, I didn't, you know, I didn't follow up because I'm like, oh, they don't want to hear from me. I don't want to bother them. Or maybe I sent one email and they didn't respond like, oh, well, I'm not going to send another one because I don't want to bother them and I'm not going to ask them to go out to lunch. But as I've kind of grown and reading that, reading that book and growing from experience, as I'm following up with people in a like respectful, tactful manner, I'm realizing I'm not actually bothering them. Like, you know, if, if I email you today and a week from, a couple days from now you haven't responded, if I send another email, Usually I get a response like, oh, thank you so much for following up. I completely forgot. 
you know, I would love to meet with you and things like that. So definitely um, seeking out resources like books like that and reaching out to people and following up and building up just that confidence to, to build those relationships in that way is definitely beneficial. Yes, love it. Um, and, you know, speaking of books, are there, what are some of the books that you've uh, either read or even podcasts, or what are the things that influence you and help kind of build you, build you up? Absolutely. I, um, I, there are so many books that I could, I'm trying to think of like my, my favorite. <laughs> my you can name a couple. Books. Okay. So yeah. a couple of my favorite books. One of them is Nice Girls Just Don't Get It, which mm. um, I love because, it, let's see, the title is 99 Ways to Win the Respect You Deserve and the Success You've Earned. Be, and it's, it takes, I love that book so much because it kind of takes you through different um, situations because being not quote unquote nice or timid can sometimes stop us from, you know, taking strategic action or doing certain things. So that book is a book that I've read several times. Another book that I love is Fervent by Priscilla mm. Shear. Yes, yeah, I, I love, love that. that I dig on prayer and and um, just having that one-on-one time with God. So I've read that one a few times. Uh, the Purpose Driven Life is one of my favorites in terms of kind of helping you with daily devotionals and things of that nature. Um, let's see. I would say, and then some of like the older standbys like Think and Grow Rich and um, The Art of Believing. I'm big on the, the power of the mind. So reading those things where it, it encourages you to really hone in your thoughts and control your words um, helps really to get me refocused and kind of re-energized in, in what I'm doing. Yes. You know, that mindset building, those mindset building books are so important. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm glad that a lot of people are starting to see that now, but I don't think there's enough people that see the benefit of really growing your mindset and believing in yourself. Um, the first step to really going after your dreams and goals is to first believe that it's possible. Um, mm-hmm. I always tell people, I just need to know that, like, I just need a, a glimpse of an idea that I can do it and I'm gone. Like, I'm, I'm good to go. Like, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> if the idea has popped up in my head and I'm like, okay, yep, God said I could do it. He gave me a wink. I can do it, you know. Um, so it's right. so important to really believe in your goals and in your dreams and in, in your vision. Mm-hmm. So um, th- those mindset books are so important. And those uh, fervent is so good because it gives you ways to write out your own prayers so that you have something tangible to, to go to. Um, that was, that's one of my books I've read. I think at the beginning of this year I, I read that again. So those are some excellent books you shared. I haven't, I haven't read uh, Nice Girls Just Don't Get It, but I'm definitely putting a star by it for myself to read too. <laughs> I like to ask that question because um, a lot of, everybody doesn't give the same answer. There's some, some key mm-hmm. books that, you know, most people listen to, but um, I like to get some ideas on books, and I like to make sure the listeners have some ideas of things that might relate to them and what they're going through at any given point in time when they listen to this. So. Thank you for sharing those. Um, so, you know, as you've been kind of growing in your business and your uh, vision for yourself, 
what have been some of the bigger challenges or sacrifices that you've had to had to kind of address? Um, I would say in terms of challenges, I would definitely say like you just talked about mindset. Mindset was one of the big challenges for me and understanding how my thoughts affect um how my thoughts affect my business and how I move in my business and the success of my business and really adjusting my mindset. One of the big, big things that I had to take a lot of intentional time to work on was, so I've, like I said, I have had a lot of jobs since I got out of college, just searching, searching for that kind of fulfillment and happiness. And um, so I went from one job to the next. And so when I decided to start my business and I was like, okay, I need to go, I built it to the point where I was like, okay, I need to go like full out with this business so this can be what I'm doing. It was changing my mindset from like employee to employer. So taking that like to stop, stop looking for new jobs, stop you know, when someone says someone is hiring, stop, you know, <laughs> thinking about that and, you know, like to go from like, no, like my business, like this is going to be my next job. This is going to be what I'm working mm-hmm. on. And, and also just my mindset of like, I can do this. Like God gave me this vision. He gives me signs every day. Like I know this is what I am here to do and just going full force with that. So uh, my mindset was definitely a challenge, and I would say some sacrifices that I have made have been some some personal relationships, and that's also kind of a mindset thing too, but dealing with, you know, not everyone seeing or understanding my vision and pushing forward anyway, I think has been a problem. Um, well, not a problem. It, it was a challenge in the beginning you know, when you tell people what you want to do and what you're striving to do, not everyone is going to understand it. And having the sacrifice of, you know, doing certain things, because I was working a full-time job when I first started, having those conversations of, you know, I, I can't go to the movies today. I can't go, you know, to that party. I can't go do that thing because when I get out of this job, I got to work my job um, mm-hmm. and I have to get some things done and, you know, having those conversations of, well, I don't even understand what you're doing and what does that even mean and you're not at work and, you know, <laughs> and people, like, if it's if it's not, like, your quote-unquote job or if it's not a brick-and-mortar business that you're starting, it can be hard for people to understand that, you know, yes, I'm at home, but I'm working and I need yes. to finish what I'm doing and I can't go out right now. And so, you know, some relationships were, were sacrificed and, you know, different – different things that, you know, activities and stuff that have come and gone have been sacrificed because I, I got so clear and so passionate about the vision that God gave me. And I'm like, I know this is what I need to do. And I really don't have time to, to not, I hate to say time to waste, but I had to prioritize my time differently. So it was a sacrifice in doing that. And it was also a challenge, you know, trying to explain that to people who, you know, who don't understand, you know, what this whole, like, you know, online revenue and life coaching, like, they really don't understand that industry. So, you know, not having to let them know, like, no, you know, I can't, I can't come out and play today. I have some work to do. 
So oh those, my goodness. those, those yeah. are kind of the biggest challenges. <laughs> I feel like I'm talking to myself right now. Like I'm listening to myself because <laughs> I feel you so much. You know, I was uh, working full time as well as building my business for a long time. And mm-hmm. it's kind of like <laughs> people don't get it. You're like, I can't go out there like you're home. Like, what do you mean you can't? I'm like, I, <laughs> I know. And I know it looks like I'm just kind of like playing on Instagram, but I promise you I'm doing important stuff. Right. I promise this you. is important. Well, <laughs> and, and so, like, you know, I would be missing out on brunches to go to maybe a networking event or going to a mm-hmm. conference and not going, you know, to the different day parties. DC is really, really big on day parties. And I'm like, I can't go um, for a couple mm-hmm. of reasons. One, I'm spending my money elsewhere. Like I need to invest mm-hmm. my money into other things as well as I just don't have time to kind of waste <laughs> to, to right. do all these things. So I definitely feel you. It's really hard to kind of convey that sometimes to, I don't use the word hard, but it's, uh, it's a challenge to really convey that mm-hmm. to other people when they don't have the same kind of vision you do and they can't tangibly see what you're doing. Um, so when you have mm-hmm. a brick-and-mortar business, they're like, oh, okay, I get it. You're working on your building and the business that's mm-hmm. inside of the building. But when you don't have that, they're like, wait, what's a life coach? What do life coaches do? <laughs> what, is a, what, are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> what do you mean you're doing a podcast? What's that? I'm like, Listen, guys, you'll see. You'll see, I promise. <laughs> so, yes, see. I definitely. <laughs> and now they do see, you know, so it is kind of mm-hmm. like a evolution that comes. So, yes, I definitely feel you. Um, and I wanted to kind of ask you, what is your bigger dream, your goal, your vision for your life at this point? At this point, I would say my bigger dream is to, I want to be like, um, an international speaker. My big mm-hmm. dream and goal is to travel the world doing um, speaking engagements and workshops in, in different spaces because I, I, my passion is, is single women, but so I can um, broaden my audience and speak to more people I have and speak to schools and entrepreneurship groups and corporations. You know, I have broadened my message to audiences like that. So I want to really be able to, like, touch lives just all over. So I definitely want to be a traveling speaker, and um, I want to have published some more books. And I've, I've kind of cut back on the life coaching piece. I do still want to, to work with people, um, not on a full-time basis, but maybe have, like, mm-hmm. a couple key clients and um, the bulk of my business coming from um, live events, speaking, workshops, and then some, some online things. Like I have a couple, you know, an online course, and I'm going to develop another one. So definitely um, having, having that time freedom to make different choices. And I love to travel, so if I can incorporate that, you know, into my biz is, is definitely kind of the ultimate goal for me. Awesome. Awesome. Once again, I feel like I'm speaking to myself. (laughs) I'm (laughs) on the same page with you right there. Um, And so, you know, speaking of all of those things you want to do, one of my biggest focuses for this summer is focusing on self-care and well-being. So I wanted to ask you, what are some of the ways that you practice self-care? What are some some of your self-care, some of the things you do for your own personal self-care? Yes. So, I, I am huge on self-care as well. 
Um, some of the things that I do, I'm big on um, just like for, for my mental side, like meditation, journaling, making sure I have designated, you know, quiet time each day just to kind of clear my head and kind of regroup myself. Um, on the bigger scale, I mean, I love, I love spa days and, like, going to get a massage and just relaxing, like, in the sauna and the, and the um, steam room. I actually just did that not too long ago. Um, I, like, I like a lot of um, quiet things, like just going to the park, going to sit outside, um, things like that. I definitely go hang out with my – I don't hang out with my friends like a ton, a ton, because sometimes it could be like overload with, you know, going, going out for drinks and things like that. But definitely um, I like painting. I'm, I'm an artistic, artistic person, so I like to kind of paint. And definitely reading is, is – I, I consider a self-care thing. And mm-hmm. also treating – I like to treat myself. When I talk to my singles, I tell them, you know, treat yourself to the things that you love. I love flowers. So I, I make sure, you know, I pick up fresh flowers whenever I see any and um, treating myself to different things like the different subscription boxes that are out there and um, gifting myself with certain things. Those are kind of the ways I, I do self-care and then, you know, the standard things like making sure I, can, I have time to get my nails done and, you know, go relax and, and things like that. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, self-care is so important. So I want to I wanna make sure I, I started to ask people. I, I've had these interviews, and I never ask people what they do for self-care. So I think it's so important that we kind of address that as well. And so, you know, lastly, I just want to ask, um, because your story is based off of things you've been through, what is, uh, what is something you would tell your younger self if you had the chance? Yes, if I had the chance, to tell my younger self something, oh, so many things. Um, <laughs> I would tell my younger self to focus, focus on you. Love yourself first, and everything else will come. Um, definitely to build that relationship with self. Know what you want, know what you don't want, and be okay with, not fitting in. Love yourself enough to be okay to not fit in and do you. And I think that would encompass everything else in terms of the relationships, in terms of, you know, finding my purpose. If I would have started first with with me and, and who am I and building that relationship with myself and, and God, I think that would have um, changed the trajectory of, of everything else. Awesome. Yes, it's so important for us to focus on ourselves, but nobody ever teaches us that. You know, some people mm-hmm. might say it to us, but no one really teaches us to uh, focus on yourself first and really learn what your purpose is before you jump into mm-hmm. relationships or, you know, a lot of us focus on school and those kind of things, but we don't take the time to learn about ourselves. And then we end up, you know, kind of lost, you know, mid-20s-ish. <laughs> we end up kind of like, oh, who am I? <laughs> what am I doing mm-hmm. here? Um, so that is so important. Um, and Kendra, I just want to thank you so much for being on this episode of Views from a Dreamer. And I want to open it up to you to let people know how they can get connected with you, what you have coming up, um, and if you have anything where people can support you as well, um, how can people do that? 
Absolutely. Um, you can connect with me via social media. I am on um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all the social media platforms, and it's Miss Kendra Elaine, M-S-K-E-N-D-R-A-E-L-A-I-N-E. That's all one word, Miss Kendra Elaine. And uh, you can also come visit me on my website, KendraElaine.com. And in terms of things that I have coming up, I actually just published my latest book titled Uncut Diamonds, Why You're Not Worth the Wait Yet, The Single Woman's Guide Through the Process of Becoming Truly Priceless. And mm -hmm. um, so that's where I talk about, I walk, walk you through the process that you should be focused on during your single season, that building your relationship with yourself, building your relationship with God, building up your confidence, finding your purpose, and all these things are like several steps in, in the process that we should be doing. And I feel like this process is what brought me not only to the, uh, the person that I am today, the, the career that I have today, but also this process will bring you, um, will put you in position to meet the person that is truly meant to be with you. So that book, Uncut Diamonds, is available on Amazon.com, and it's also available at all the bookstores, BarnesandNoble.com. Um, or in the store, Barnes & Noble, you can call and request them to uh, bring it into the store for you. But that is my latest thing, and that's the best way that um, if you would like to support me and also support yourself with some new reading is uh, my new book, Uncut Diamonds. And please connect with me on social media. That's where I keep everything posted as far as different events or uh, places that I'll be at. So that is the best way to connect with me. Awesome. That book sounds amazing. I can't wait to get it. So it sounds perfect. I love the title of it. And so I want to thank you again for, for joining me this week. I'm looking forward to supporting you however I can, first off by buying your book. Um, and I'm going to encourage all my listeners to do the same. Um, Dreamers, as always, I want to thank you all for listening. You can like, comment, and subscribe. And on iTunes and SoundCloud, leave reviews and comments so that I know what you guys are getting out of these conversations each and every week. So you can also head over to LetitiaClard.com and show me some love. I have a really awesome project launching in July, so I'm so excited to announce it to you all, but you have to be following me um, to find out about it. You can follow me on Instagram at Letitia.car, or you can follow at Views from a Dreamer on Instagram. Um, I'm really, really excited about this, so I hope you guys follow me um, so you can keep up. And as always, guys, peace and blessings.